Welcome to A Balanced Life, Finding Productivity and Focus, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks about achieving productivity whilst remaining focused along the way. Welcome to episode three of A Balanced Life, Finding Productivity and Focus. Today's focus is focus itself. What is focus? How do you achieve it? And what are the benefits you can get out of having better focus? So let's start talking about focus and what it is, why we need it, and how do we get it. Firstly, we all probably know that focus is one of the key things to make us productive. When you're focused, you can get stuff done, you get that sense of achievement, and you feel productive. And when you're not focused, often the complete opposite can happen. Focus is often described as when you can centre on one thing and it's hard to describe focus without actually using focus in it. Focus is that moment when you ignore everything else around you and you just look right at something and concentrate through and get it done. Focus is very hard to maintain and there's not a single person who can say they remain focused all the time with no interruptions and no difficulties. So you can always be better at being focused and you can always achieve more by being better at focus. Focus will also be very different for different people. In different environments, in different ways, in different times or different ways of working, whether it's with family, whether it's concentrating on work, whether it's being a sportsman, whether it's driving, focus will mean a very different thing and actually have a very different outcome. And actually, it's really important to understand how focused and what focus you need to be and when you need to do it. It will also depend on what you're doing to make sure you understand how being focused is. The best example of that is if you're focused on your phone when you're driving, that's not the focus that we want in life. So let's think about a few different examples of focus and you can instantly see how the different focus means a massive difference for an outcome for each person and each time. One of the best examples of focus is a 100 metre runner at the start of the Olympic final. They need to focus on the B of the bang, as they say, not on the bang, on the B itself. They need to go, be focused on their running form and power through for a maximum of 10 seconds. They train for four years to be focused on an outcome that takes less than 10 seconds. That is their single and only focus. But there are other types of focus completely. Think about an artist painting and maybe painting either a cathedral wall or a picture or a portrait. They're focused on what they're doing for that period of time. That's likely to take way longer than those 10 seconds but their focus is almost almost but their focus is key for that period of time to achieve what they want to do another type of focus would be a student studying for an exam and for those of you with kids you may see that this is something they struggle to focus on for either a short medium or long point of time but it's something that we all know we need to do ironically studying for an exam is one of those things that you do get better generally over time. The problem is the first time you need to study and focus for an exam, are you at your best? 
a common business focus might be someone delivering a big speech or a big presentation. For example, imagine a CEO delivering a big speech to an entire company. They're going to be focused on what they want to say, how the audience is listening to it, what exactly every word, body motion and detail is, and that's going to be their focus. They may have practiced for days, for hours. They're probably not winging it. That's their focus. And then last, a focus that we probably all see nowadays. A teenager on their phone. Incredible focus. Able to zone out the entire world, every parent, every comment, and anything else going on in the world. As long as the Wi-Fi still works, that teenager will be focused unlike any other teenager. So thinking about all of those examples, there are actually some common threads that we can pull out of that to enable us to think about what focus is and how do you gain that focus. In most of those examples, they're doing one or a limited number of tasks at that time, and that is helping them with their focus. They are ignoring or zoning out other people. The best example is that 100-meter sprinter. They might be in a stadium of 100,000 people. They are interested in what one person does, and that's the starter. And it's not going to be quiet in any way at all. Usually, that person that's having that focus has actually planned for that event to be focused and knows what being fo focused means for them within that event. And often it is practiced as a skill. With many things, you will find you get better over time. And focus is a particularly good example of this. And also a key point with all of those examples, other than maybe the teenager on the phone, is that individual is trying to be focused. They have a defined, clear goal of what they want to do during that time. And that is the thing they are focusing on. And they are actively trying to concentrate and achieve. If we also look at those examples, there are some significant differences between them in terms of how people are focused. If you look, how many people are involved greatly differs from that 100-meter sprinter who may only be concentrating on themselves, the starter, and then maybe during the race up to eight other competitors. The CEO might be addressing hundreds if not thousands of people and is concentrating on maybe many of those individuals. How long they are concentrating for also significantly alters. Again, we can flip between that 100-meter runner who's going to concentrate for 10 seconds and that teenager on the phone who can concentrate for hours at a time. The type of person, their background, their detail, their skills, their knowledge, have all very different and this is a real key to show that anyone in any situation can be focused with their own skill training and focus on that task and goal that they want to achieve
So thinking about all of those examples, there are actually some common threads that we can pull out of that to enable us to think about what focus is and how do you gain that focus. In most of those examples, they're doing one or a limited number of tasks at that time, and that is helping them with their focus. They are ignoring or zoning out other people. The best example is that 100-meter sprinter. They might be in a stadium of 100,000 people. They are interested in what one person does, and that's the starter. And it's not going to be quiet in any way at all. Usually, that person that's having that focus has actually planned for that event to be focused and knows what being fo focused means for them within that event. And often it is practiced as a skill. With many things you will find you get better of them. With many things you will find you get better over time. And focus is a particularly good example of this. And also a key point with all of those examples, other than maybe the teenager on the phone, is that individual is trying to be focused. They have a defined, clear goal of what they want to do during that time. And that is the thing they are focusing on. And they are actively trying to concentrate and achieve. If we also look at those examples, there are some significant differences between them in terms of how people are focused. If you look how many people are involved, greatly differs from that 100 meter sprinter who may only be concentrating on themselves, the starter, and then maybe during the race up to eight other competitors. The CEO might be addressing hundreds, if not thousands of people and is concentrating on maybe many of those individuals. How long they are concentrating for also significantly alters. Again, we can flip between that 100 meter runner who's going to concentrate for 10 seconds and that teenager on the phone who can concentrate for hours at a time. The type of person, their background, their detail, their skills, their knowledge are all very different. And this is a real key to show that anyone in any situation can be focused with the own can be focused with their own skill, training and focus on that task and goal that they want to achieve. And across those individuals that we went through in the examples, there is a range of different technology, aids, tools, or nothing at all being used to help that focus. There are no magic things that will give you focus by buying them. There are no magic tools that you can download that will help you focus. But there are things you can use to aid and there are things that you can use to actually distract you further when you are trying to focus. And we'll touch on some of those later. 
there are also individuals who are far better at focusing than others. This may be due to their background, their training, their detail, or even down to their own biochemistry and detail. And that's one area that I'm not going to get into as I'm not qualified, I don't understand it well enough. And we all know some people are just better at this than others. And whether it's nature, nurture, or biochemistry, we'll leave that to the scientists. So now I've defined a bit more focus for me and what I'm trying to look at for focus. How do we achieve a better focus? And I think you can break this down into three simple ways. Firstly, you can identify what is reducing your ability to focus. Secondly, you can minimize the impact of that. And thirdly, there are tricks and tools that you can add in to aid you focus. And remember that these three things will be different for the type of focus, the amount of time you're focusing, and where and what you're trying to do during the focus. So you can continually look at how you focus in different circumstances and times and improve that. So let's look at each of those areas in a bit more detail. So firstly, identify. In a way, you can sum up identify by what are the things that are grabbing your attention when you are trying to focus. And these won't be achieving the thing that you've set out to do there'll be the other things that you are doing instead of doing it. You can break these into sort of three main categories, physical, mental, and environmental. Physical will often be about the feel of how you are. Are you awake? Are you tired? Are you struggling? Is it hot? Is it cold? Are you in an uncomfortable position? Are you struggling? to sit still, or are you struggling to stay awake? You may also have different tools or things that you are using during that period of focus, which are struggling to make it work. For example, are you trying to type a long essay on a train while standing up? Your physical environment isn't helping you and set up in any way for you there. Maybe you've actually got an injury and you can't type. Maybe you're in a quiet zone and you're trying to make a phone call. Physical impacts may also be personal or those you have put yourself in. For example, if you have struggled to sleep the day before and you are tired and you need a nap, that's something you can probably do something about. Maybe a good old power nap. But if you can't do that and you haven't got that situation and you're genuinely tired, it's a bit difficult to do something about it. The second area is mental. And this is your own mental state and position. Often, when we are lacking focus, it's because either we don't want to do something or something is pressurising us or there is something we want to do. And that is pulling our concentration and our focus is being distracted away on other things. One of the key things about mental focus is that willpower to stick to it. 
when that little voice tells you, oh, there's something interesting to go over on there. That focus and that mental will to really drive back to what you want to do is key. The third area is environmental. And there are a long list of factors which you'll instantly recognize do not help with being focused. Are you in a busy office surrounded by people trying to talk to you? Have you got technology and notifications all around you alerting you to other things to take your focus and distract you away? Is someone blaring out some music or have you got headphones on and you're bopping along to the music within it? Is the phone ringing or doing one of the many other things that our phones now do to distract us? Have you got a tablet around you? Is there general noise? And have you got a child pulling on your leg, distracting you? We all famously saw that clip during the pandemic lockdown of someone working at home and their children coming in the back of the shop. You could instantly see the distraction and the lack of focus on that individual. And well done for everyone covering it up reasonably quickly. But you know exactly what that's like. You might be in an environment that cannot allow you to focus. You might be in an environment that can allow you to focus, but you are trying your best not to be. So let's look at the second way of improving your focus by minimising the impact of what it is that is distracting you. So it is key that you understand what is distracting you, otherwise you will probably try and minimise something that is not actually the root cause. We've all probably over the last couple of years spent a reasonably long amount of time trying to optimise or improve our desk and our working from home environment. But actually, if it's the fact that you don't have one, or that you've got a child that's screaming in your ear while you're doing it, those are the things that are actually distracting you. And the different type of keyboard or mouse or mouse mats really not going to make that much impact. So a key thing from a physical point of view is to get into the right physical space and state to allow you to be focused. So make sure you've well slept. Make sure you're hydrated. You're working from home, making sure that it is a good environment that you can work in and you're not hanging off the end of the bed in a very uncomfortable position. Make sure you're comfortable. Make sure you're wearing the right clothes. Make sure there is nothing that you can find that will distract you. A good example of this is going out for a walk. We've all walked with a stone in our shoe. It ruins the walk. It's uncomfortable. And actually, what's the thing you do? You take your shoe off, you shorten the stone out, and then you move on. That's a key thing for physical nature and focus. Find the thing that's distracting you, fix it, move on, and see if there's something else. From the mental side of improving focus, I try and focus on three quick ways within that. So firstly, if you are trying to have focus and not be distracted, you need to know what you're focusing on. Doing your one big thing, as we touched on with tasks, is key. Doing something that is helping you achieve a goal is key. Not trying to focus on five things at the same time is key. 
set yourself that one big task that will allow you to focus on if you've defined that well as well you'll have a good outcome you can search for from a mental point of view as well if you are struggling to focus having a quick reset is a very good idea take that opportunity to improve your physical nature go and get some water quickly hydrate then start focus again Sometimes a quick 30 second reset will massively help you from a mental point of view. You may need five minutes, you may need 15 minutes. If you can't start a focus period because you're not in the right mental state, don't fight it, do something about it. And if you've sorted all of those things out, try and start with a positive can-do attitude. If you want to achieve focus, you've got to believe you can do it. If you try and start something and go, this is going to fail and it's not going to work, you're really going to struggle. So almost trick yourself into that goal achievement of I can do this. I'm in the right space. Let's go. Looking at the environmental improvements, there is a large range of things that you can do to improve it. And it will very much depend on what is distracting. Some of these things actually will help with the physical and the mental side as well. So you pick the ones that you know will benefit you. So firstly, an easy thing to do is to turn things off. Most of us live in a world where they've got multiple electronic devices, screens and things to focus on. Turn things off. Close your email. Turn over your phone, even if you don't want to turn it off. Just not seeing things flash up will help you focus. Close those apps. Close Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Turn them off. You won't be looking at them if they're not on. Work out what you're looking at and make sure your sight lines are actually focused. A really good example of the way to get distracted is if something you are looking at directly is way more interesting than the thing you're trying to do. It's easy to be distracted. A simple tip to help with that and it'll help with your physical environmental space might be to put headphones on. A number of people will put headphones on to enable them to focus. Those headphones might not even be connected to anything, but it is a physical way of showing to others that you're trying to concentrate. It also may help zone out some sounds and details. And further to that, you could actually put on some chill or focus music. Something that will enable there to be a background sound without making you sing along and bop along to the music. Me, personally, I find this of a great help. I do not like a silent environment. And therefore, one of the things I will do within a silent environment is make noise to make it feel different. That could involve music television, things on in the background, but they'll always be eating away at my focus and detail. So actually putting headphones on or putting music even on the speaker and having it play in the background, if it's not something that I'm going to actively sing along to, just helps me focus a little bit. I'm a really big fan of turning things over. I turn my phones over. That will stop me looking at them. It's really difficult for the screen to flash up if I can't see it. 
Another thing to do is to be selfish during that focus period and try and concentrate on yourself. If you're trying to achieve things for others or sort other people out or talk to other people or work through, you're not doing that one big thing. You're not focusing. Be a little bit selfish. But if you want to do this in a polite way, tell people. There are ways of saying, I'm busy. You could literally in an office say, I'm busy for the next 20 minutes. Please, can you let me crack on with it? You can tell your colleagues, I'm busy all morning. I've got to focus on something. Stick something in your calendar that says you're focusing on an output. People will actually help and abide by those things if you tell them. And that starts taking us nicely into tips and tricks. And if you can think of any others, leave a comment in the video. Send me an update. Let's share these with other people. Most of you are probably aware, but don't use it, that most of your electronic devices have a focus mode. For those of us that use our phones all the time and never turn them off and charge them at night, they go into a night mode, which itself is focused, so that you don't see it flashing all night. You can use these focuses during the day to reduce distractions, reduce notifications. A lot of us wear smart devices on our wrists or on our bodies, which get those notifications. You can also put those in a focus way. They stop you having that physical buzz of, ooh, what's that, and I must look at it. Even Windows and PCs have focus modes. You can turn them into do not disturb, or even some of them actually have focus modes built in. Use them, have a look at them. One of the things I really find useful from a personal point of view is what's called a Pomodoro timer. This is where you literally set yourself a period of time to focus and then reward yourself with a period of time to be unfocused. And I'm a massive fan of the 25 and 5. So 25 minutes of focus, 5 minutes of play or wandering around or getting a drink. I actually put a countdown clock in front of me so it's the only thing I can see. And I can see that counting down. When I'm first starting, seeing that counting down makes me feel good. I'm looking at it going, I've only got 25 minutes. If I can't concentrate for 25 minutes, what am I doing? If I've set everything else up around me, that 25 minutes will go really quickly. I often find when I start that 25 minutes, I can focus for a lot longer than those 25 minutes. And often I will keep going until I've achieved the task which is magnificent. I've tricked myself into a can-do attitude. I've set myself up to achieve one big thing, and I've actually managed to achieve better than I set out by setting myself up in that environment. And I think that's a key for focus, is to have an end. Either have an end in terms of a time or an outcome you want to achieve. If you start every day with, I'm going to be focused, and that's it, how are you going to know when to stop? Or actually, how will you know how to keep going because you haven't achieved what you want to do? Focus without an end will be really difficult to maintain. So if timed focus, as I've touched on there, works really well. Or actually, I'm just going to do this thing. I'm going to write this complex document. I'm going to get it out and sort it, and it's out the door. It's done. You'll have that buzz when you achieve it. And with focus goes back to my favourite productivity tip. 
that I will probably touch on every time we go through something. Just give it a go. If you're not trying to be focused, you will not be focused. If you look at how you are focused and what is distracting you and try and improve things, that will enable you to be better focused next time. So give it a go. It's taken me a long period of time working to understand the different distractions that I have and the things that I need to actively do to focus. So tweak it, change it, improve it. So I'll run you through how I think about focus and how I prepare myself for focus. So firstly, I generally try and prepare for a focus period when I'm looking at my one big thing to do or something that really needs doing. And I will often put a period of time in my calendar to firstly remind me that's my focus period. It also clearly marks it for other people that it is a focus period. So it's both showing me as busy and telling those who can see what the focus is, actually what it's doing in that detail. I will then turn as many things as I can off. And this usually includes my email, which is one of my biggest personal distractions. I'll set the environment up for my focus, and that's often working in my home office here. Turn over my phones. I'll put my timer on my iPad so I can see nothing else. I'll put some chill focus music on. And often I put a oil diffuser on, which actually just changes the atmosphere for me slightly and really works well. I'll then get into that task and just try and do it. I find that I can concentrate then for 40 minutes, maybe an hour, if it's a really intense task and really work on it. I can do the same if I'm actually doing one of my hobbies. I don't need to turn quite as many things off because I generally find that a hobby will really keep me going. For example, if I'm painting, I'll actually want to keep going until I've achieved something. So I've got a real sense of achievement when I do it. So I will be less distracted by nature, but very much the same thing works. If I'm trying to do that in an uncomfortable position. I'll spend more time worrying about that than getting on with it. And I find a key for focus is your ability to get into it quickly. So I know the few things that I need to do when I'm working at home to get into a focus mode. If it's going to take me 20 minutes to get into a focus mode, I'm probably focusing on being focused as opposed to doing the task I need to do. And I'm actually finding myself distracted by my own attempts at being productive. It's taken me a long time to realize that moving the deck chairs around isn't actually doing anything about the problem. But does it give you that sense of achievement? Yes. But does it give you that long-term sense of achievement when you go and mark the task done? No, because you know you didn't actually start the task. You just prepared for it really well. So thanks for listening to this today about how we can become focused, what distracts us, what we can do about it, and some tips and tricks that you might use from a personal point of view. I hope you've learned something. I hope you found it useful. And I hope tomorrow you can be more focused than you are today. I'll speak to you next time and we'll learn more about how to live that balanced life and be productive and focused.